0: your value is out of this world. And today I just want to talk about, or God wants me to talk about your value. Whoa, man, if you look inside your spirit right now, there's kicking, there's there's rejoicing going on right now. You know, God just wants you to know your value. You know, someone once said to me that, You know, you get a $100 bill, and you throw it out the car window, and it's still worth $100, and it it goes in the gutter, and it gets dirty, and it's still worth $100. You scrunch it up into a ball, and it's still worth $100 because of its value. And it doesn't matter how ugly, how dirty that $100 bill is, it is going to be worth $100, and it's the same as you and I. There is no set of eyes that you have looked into that do not mean something of incredible value to the Father. And really that's the secret there, that that God is the Father of spirits, it says in Hebrews. And he breathed each one of us into our mother's womb. Isaiah 54 says that his word does not return void and you and i we will not return void we are spoken out we are sent by god into our mother's wombs and we will not return void to god we will all return to god we will all stand before god one day and like jesus in matthew chapter 25 when he's crying out that is the cry that i hear for for everyone on earth that we would come under his wings, that we would come under him. You know, until the day that Jesus Christ was born, there was no kingdom on the earth. There was only the kingdom of darkness. And we know from Colossians that chapter 1 that that is the kingdom of darkness. So Jesus Christ, he came. And when he stood here for the first time, he... Was the kingdom. The kingdom at that point in time when Jesus walked the earth in Roman times, that was the kingdom was one man, Jesus. And so that one man said, The kingdom of heaven has come, the kingdom of heaven has arrived, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And so at that moment, he said that, you know, if I cast out a demon by the finger of God, then the kingdom of heaven has come to you. So everywhere God goes, he is bringing order. He's bringing order. He's bringing judgment. He's bringing justice. He's bringing healing. He's bringing resurrection. So you and I, we are coming under God. We're coming under his order. We're coming under his kingdom. And so right now today, 2,000 years later, The spirit of Jesus Christ is living inside of you and I. And so we are now the kingdom of God. The kingdom now is as big as every man and woman and child who is filled with, owned by, possessed by the spirit of God. So the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead, the same spirit is in you and I. The same spirit that was in Jesus is inside you and I. So we are the kingdom. And the Bible says if the father gave us Jesus, would he not also with him give us everything else as well? And that's the story we see in the Bible that that God is raising up sons and daughters. That God is raising up a family, a royal priesthood Citizens of heaven, we are made in the image of God, that we own everything. We will inherit the earth, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5. And God gave the earth to mankind. He gave the earth to be managed by Adam and Eve and now by us. We are the managers. We are the stewards of this earth. And we will reign with him and we will rule with him. So today, God wants to talk about Belle You. You are a spirit. You are a spirit that will never die. Every one of us are a spirit that will never die. So you and I are a spirit. I look like my dad who looks like his dad who looks like his dad. That is my genealogy. That is my body. Even Matthew, I love it. It blowed my mind recently. That Matthew outlines the genealogy of Jesus Christ down to Joseph. Joseph was a descendant of Abraham. Joseph was a descendant of David. Joseph was Mary's husband. He was not the father of Jesus' spirit. That was God. He was the father of his... Well, he was just his father. (laughs) So Jesus, in Isaiah chapter 9, it says, Unto us a son is given. Unto us a child is born. So Jesus Christ was a man and God. He called himself, now listen to this, he called himself the son of man. He also called himself the son of God. So Jesus was both man and God. Now he had to submit to Joseph. Even though Joseph was not his biological father, even though Joseph was not his, his spiritual father, Joseph was his father. And Jesus submitted to him. Jesus honored him because the Bible says to honor your mother and father. And I find it so amazing that, that God would write the Bible, that Matthew would write the Bible, that Matthew would record the genealogy from Abraham all the way. To Joseph, the husband of Mary, he was a righteous man. He was a man of integrity. And you know what? Even God submitted to him because Jesus submitted to his father. Why? Because he understood kingdom. He understood covering. He understood covenant. When you understand covering, you will understand that the best place for you to be is under covering. The Bible says a child honors their mother and father for a long life. The Bible says that we should pray for our leaders, that we should submit to our government, that husbands should love their wives, but wives should submit to their husbands. So the safest place for a child is under their parents. The safest place for a a parishioner is to be under the the oversight of those who are overseers of their souls. The Bible says it would not be good for you to make the life of your overseers difficult. It would not be good for you. So we're meant to submit to our leaders. We're meant to submit to our government. We're meant to submit to our parents. And we're meant to submit to God. And so why I'm saying this is because you are not your body. I look like my dad, Nick, who is an Italian from Abruzzo. I look like all of the Abruzzos. They have no hair. They're bald. This is not God. This this is from my, my physical father. But I also look like my dad. I also look like my consuming fire father. I am a spirit. I am a spirit just like my father. See, the Bible says the Father, He's the Father of spirits. The Bible says that I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. I am light. I am salt. I am holy. I am made in the image of my God. I look just like God. I am a flame of fire. I am seated in heavenly places. I, when I overcome... Like you, when you overcome, Jesus says in Revelation chapter 3, that you, when you overcome, he will give you a place to sit on his throne, on his father's throne. You and I look like our father. We look like our father God. We are love. We are patient. We are kind. We are holy. We are set apart. So I want to encourage you today, your value Yes, your body is important. Yes, God wants you to have a healthy body. He wants you to have... That's valuable. It's valuable so that you can physically manifest the kingdom, so that you can do work on this earth, so you can shake hands and love and hug other people, so you can clothe the the poor and the naked and feed them. But your spirit is valuable as well. Now, your soul is valuable, but Jesus said, "What, what benefit is there to you if you gain the whole world? But lose your soul. So your soul's value is in God. The Bible says that we are called to love our God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, and with all of our soul, with all of our strength. And so you are a perfect creation. You are spirit, soul, and body. Your spirit is in in made in the image of your heavenly Father. Your spirit is made in. In the image of your heavenly Father. Your soul is being sanctified. Because it is being transformed into the image of Christ. Your soul is being transformed into the image of Christ. Your mind, your mind is being renewed day by day. Your mind is being transformed by the washing of the water of the word. That like Jesus prayed, not my will Father but your will be done we are praying jesus not my will but your will be done the holy spirit's job is to change us into the image of christ that we would think like jesus thinks that we would want what jesus wants we would feel what jesus feels so your soul is being transformed into the image of christ and finally your body it will be redeemed your body will be redeemed it will be transformed in the instant of a twinkling of an eye it will be transformed into an everlasting, imperishable body that will never die. So you are three in one, and you look like your father. That is the value. So what I'm trying to say to you, this is an evangelical message, you guys. Because when you see that Muslim, when you see that Christian, when you see that homosexual, when you see that transvestite, when you see that homeless person, When you see that millionaire in their Maserati, billionaire, their value to God is is unlimited because they are an eternal soul. They are an eternal spirit. They will live forever. They will live forever with or without God. Now, they may not know. Listen to me, guys. You've got to hear this now. They may not know God in their soul. Like you and I know of God. We know God in our soul. Let that sink in. Because our eyes have been opened. 2 Corinthians says that the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the kingdom of God. They cannot see the glorious light of Jesus Christ. But you and I can see why only because we've been born again. So we have been born of the spirit. We've been born above. So our eyes have been opened. Our eyes have been opened so that our mind can now see. Our mind can now comprehend the things of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us illumination. No one can come to the Father except through the Son. And no one can come to the Son unless the Father draws him. So you and I have been given an incredible gift, an incredible privilege of repentance. We were led to God. We were able to choose God, and in the moment that we chose him, our eyes were open. The scales fell away. But that Muslim, that Christian that doesn't believe that's in a fence, that's whatever on the fence, whatever it is, whoever they are, that Muslim, that homeless person, they can't see God right now, but they can see you. This is the point. This is why I wrote God, men, and this is why I'm Publishing a second book called Mysteries of the Sons of God being revealed. Because you and I are the only God that they're going to see. When they see you, see, Jesus said, As you see me, you see the Father. Then he said, Jesus said, Jesus said, As the Father sent me, so am I sending you. He said, You are now the salt on the earth, you are now the light in the world. You are now the body of Christ, you are the body of Christ on the earth, so when you when people see you, they see the father that's that's just the that's the truth. when they see you, oh but oh but i don't know, I'm not that confident, i'm not that bold or I sinned. no, you are holy. God has made you holy. He has forgotten your sins, you've got to get over it from the east is to the west. has he forgotten your sins? You cannot sin anyway, because if you are a child of God, you have his nature. You have his likeness. You, the 1 John says you can't sin. But if you do sin, you have an advocate with the Father. Why? Because you are a slave of righteousness now. It is as easy for you to do right now as it was easy for you to do wrong before you knew God. You automatically did the wrong thing. Now you automatically do the right thing. It doesn't mean you can't force yourself to do something wrong. I mean, you could force yourself to to do anything. But the Holy Spirit in you, he is leading you, he is guiding you. And by the Holy Spirit do you put to death the deeds of the body. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, those are the sons of God. But what's the Spirit of God leading you to do? He's leading you to die to yourself. He's leading you to walk as Jesus walked. He's leading you to be transformed into the image of Christ. That is what a spiritual person does. They put to death the deeds of the body. Those who love their life will lose it. The love of the world means that you do not have the love of the Father in you. How can you say that you love the Father when you hate your brother? So this is not about condemnation. This is about who you really are and your value you are God on the earth. You are the image of your father. Your spirit man is made right with God. Now, maybe your soul isn't. Your thoughts may not be. Your, your will may not be. You may not want to pray. You may not want to serve God. But if you're born again, your spirit is perfect. You are seated in Christ in heavenly realms. You are already seated on the throne. Believe it or not, you are, where is Jesus? On the throne. Where are you? In Jesus, on the throne. Okay? So, but you need to go, you need to be willing to yield. You need to be willing to yield like Jesus. You say, Not my will, but your will be done. And you, you understand your value. You allow the Holy Spirit to change you into the image of Christ. You begin to want to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. You begin to seek things which are above. You begin to seek first the kingdom. You begin to speak in tongues. You begin to sow. You realize that it's by dying that you live. It's by giving that you receive, yeah? And so you are a spirit man and your inner body right now. You have a soul, yes. You have a mind and a will and emotions. But you day by day die to yourself. You say, not my will, but your will be done. Not my thoughts, but your thoughts be done. Not my emotions, but your emotions be done. I want you to celebrate people today. I want you to realize that every person you meet is precious to God. They will live forever with God. And right now, their mind, even if their mind and their will and their emotions are anti-God, they might be anti-God, they might be anti-Christ, but they don't know if they just knew How beautiful Jesus was. Do you ever think, how how can they not love him? Well, they don't know him. They haven't seen him. So we need to be patient as Jesus was patient. He was patient with the woman at the well. And he was patient with you and I. And you and I need to win people over in their soul. We need to be able to speak to them. We speak the word of God. We speak spiritual things. Like Jesus with the woman at the well, we say that I am the bread of life. We say that I have a drink of water and you will never thirst. We use the prophetic gifts that we have. We use the, the time and the money that we have to win people over. So she brought the whole village to Jesus and said, This man told me everything I ever did. That person is valuable. That person in your workplace. That person, your next door neighbour. That person, your enemy. They are an eternal spirit. They just don't know God yet. But you and I can open their eyes. And we pray, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5, that that their eyes would be open. That the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ would shine in the darkness. We take every thought captive into the obedience of Jesus Christ. We pull down those strongholds. We pull down. Now, God will show you what they are. He'll say that person is bound up. It's pride. He'll say it's the love of money. He'll say they're addicted to something, pornography or whatever it is, or, or money or sex. He will show you the strongholds. He will show you that it's their legalistic mindset. It's because they went to university and, and learnt something that's become a stronghold. And you and I can demolish those things. You and I can demolish those things so that when you speak the word of God, it penetrates their heart. Like Jesus, you and I need to do this one thing. We need to preach the kingdom of God. We need to sow the word of the kingdom of God into people's hearts. It's not religion. It's not just inviting people to church, telling them that their sins are forgiven. That's true. They do need to go to church. They do need their sins forgiven. But it's actually depositing the seed. Of the kingdom of God in their hearts. That they are children of God. They're made in the image of God. That they were meant to rule the earth. That they're not victims anymore. That they are adopted. That they can return and become again part of the family of God. Jesus Christ right now, Father, I give them the kingdom of God. I give them the kingdom of God. I give them the kingdom of God. May they... Who are listening come into and under your covering today in Jesus name, thank you, Lord, the seed that I've sown, water it today, I want a crop a hundred times what was sown. I want to hear from people all over the world who gave their life to Christ today and Christians who were born again again, so to speak, that they see. And understand the kingdom of God, that right now they would bear fruit for God. Right now, that the seed has fallen on good soil. That the worries of the world would not choke the seed. That the deceitfulness of wealth would not choke the seed. That the birds of the air would not steal the seed. Lord, I ask that angels would attend to them. And make sure that they walk along the path that you have made for them today. In Jesus' name, fully, 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 fully received, fully blessed. In Jesus' name, I release you into the kingdom of God today. I bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. I've been Jonathan. You've been listening to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. Check us out on YouTube, TV, and everywhere you can catch a podcast. Bye for now.